You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. It's Monday, so it's time for Shapiro World with David Shapiro from Sassman Securities in Johannesburg. Markets are all over the place. But you know what, David? I'm starting to think that the South African market and the South African rand is sort of assuming safe haven status. I mean, with the ruble plunging 30% and commodities going up because of uh, certain Russia-linked commodities like palladium, Mm. for example, it it seems to me that people are saying, well, I I can't invest in Russia, so I'm going to have to shift some of my emerging market, and I do consider it to be an emerging market, shift some of my money from there to somewhere else. Why not South Africa? It's doing well at the moment. Well, it's resource shares. I mean, you've seen the spike in commodity prices, and there's a direct translation to our companies. Uh, BHP, Anglo's, you name it, South 32 with its with its aluminium interest, the, of course, the platinum producers. So we've seen a huge rush for, uh, you know, for, for those businesses. And that's where the impetus is coming from. Um, I, I, um, you know, also what it exposes is that, um, yes, we might pay a little bit more for oil, but in essence, it's not going to hurt us, if anything, we're going to be a beneficiary for the very reasons that you've said. You know, um, people are going to come to us for whatever, whether it's coal, platinum, iron ore, you name it. You know, not that uh, not that there's much iron ore, I think, in in uh, Russia. But I mean, mm. if you can't find it, you're going to come to us. Who are the big producers? So I think there is a natural. Um, benefit to South Africa or to those emerging markets that are away from the shipping routes roundabout, um, you know, the, 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 those various, the Mediterranean, uh, the Black Sea, whatever it is. And, 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 and I suppose it is, um, it is helpful for South Africa. So there certainly has been a rush. I, Lindsay, I didn't expect, um, I, I didn't expect people to come into the market, you know. No. I know these are speculators. And they're probably not long-term, but I don't think the mining markets have ever been long-term. They've always been short-term by nature. So it is quite remarkable to see where we are and uh, you know what um, and and how the market's responding to us. It is, uh, and it's it's very much very much a split market today because at uh, two o'clock this mm. afternoon South African time, Mondi PLC came out yes. for an update on Ukraine Russia yeah, share price down ten percent. I mean, it just shows you yeah. if you've got any exposure to this I, to this country, you're you're in big trouble right now. Totally. Well, what? Look, at least they Ukraine. I mean, if mm. they were Russia, they would have been forced to get rid of it. Um, they wouldn't be allowed to. You know, they no one would deal with them if they continued those operations. I suppose Ukraine, you're slightly you know benefit, but I think the problem is this might be taken over by the Russians, or there might be fears. That uh, um, you know their, their 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 factories and their production will be will be hurt or even bombed, whatever it is. I'm surprised that the market's only reacting to this now because it's been around. Yes. But I suppose with the escalation of uh, of hostilities, this is uh, suddenly people are woken up. Hey, you know, uh, we've known that 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 they've had quite a bit of exposure in Eastern Europe. So. Uh, at, just a bit of a rear guard action, you know. This is hello, <laughs> a bit late, <laughs> but yeah. nevertheless, it, it has punished them. But, but it is. I think it's something that we haven't, um, you know, that that we haven't kind of fully priced in. 
is are, are those businesses with exposure to um, you know to Russia and they being hammered particularly on the financial side and also the energy companies you know a lot of energy uh, businesses have got exposure you saw the BP story but you know Lindsay what's also where they going on that on that on that BP uh, story sorry to interrupt uh, you. Uh, with, who, who are they going to sell 20% of Rosneft to? No, no one can no, buy it. No, no one's allowed to no, buy it. No, so they can no say as much as they like, it. but it, it, it's not yeah. going to happen. Rosneft, no, uh, just, just to explain, Rosneft is a, an oil company uh, that has had a shareholding yeah. and, a, and there's, there's a couple of directors of BP on the board of Rosneft, mm. but they can say what they like. First of all, it's halved in value over the last couple of weeks. And secondly, even if they wanted to sell it, they couldn't sell it. They'll write it down to zero. Mm. They'll keep it as a going as an asset, but they won't bring it to account in their. Uh, they won't bring it onto their accounts at all. So um, you know you will see. Um, you'll just see it come down to to zero, and that's. I, I think most other businesses are going to do the same. No one wants to be seen to be dealing with Russia. Um, also, you know there are quite a few asset managers who have had, who've made some big calls on, um, you know, on on energy. Mm. Um, with the oil prices have gone up, this is even before tensions arose. Um, there was a belief that that prices would go up. Russia, a big producer, so you've seen big, you know, asset managers have have had big exposure to to Russia, and I think are also being caned at the moment. The problem is that that you can't get out of anything. You know, no. you, you you're stuck. You can't get out. And, so, e and even uh, if you yeah, could get out of it, David, mm. even if you could, and if it's mm. linked to a Russian bank, because uh, may maybe it does because it's a Russian shareholding, those banks have been blocked by the um, European yeah. Union, so you can't transfer the money. And the, it's right. essentially the Russian Central Bank is now, um, I mean, it'll, it'll find a way, as the Russian Central Bank always will. But it'll, but it's essentially been knocked out of the system. It's been, it's been alienated by, uh, you know, led led by Germany. Uh, Germany suddenly said we're we're very unpopular because we haven't backed people like Britain and the United States in its denouncement and its, um, its sanctions. And suddenly Germany over the weekend said, okay, fine, we're going to do it as well. It's a united yep. front mm. suddenly. Mm. Mm. Yes, and 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 heavy. You know, it's the first time we've seen anything like this of this magnitude. Yes, I just tweeted that. I said, I wish we could have done the same for COVID. No one came together like this for COVID at or all. Or Brexit. It could have made a big difference. <laughs> or Brexit. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it, it it's it's a point because I think I think um, the world's outraged by what's happening, and I think the images of troops going into um, Ukraine uh, without reason. Um, they might have reasons in their own heads. But you know what my daughter-in-law said as well, which is quite astonishing. And she's I mean, Russian. She's, got, she's Russian with family in Ukraine and family in Russia as well. Right. The Russian side have no idea or up to Monday or up to the weekend, I'm sure that news will start to come through now. They had absolutely no idea what was happening. They had no idea. They thought that those soldiers had just gone into those two areas, Donetsk and the other one. Um, you know where where there were the breakaway those breakaway nations, mm. but no one thought um, they had no idea that this had gone beyond that and that the tanks were heading to Kiev. And uh, you know most most Russia, whether you like it or not, are Putin supporters. Um, there are protests as well, but I think I, I, this is going to turn out very badly. I'm not you know we don't have to talk about it, but I think that that down the line this is going to turn ugly because you can see uh, 
when 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 interest rates double overnight <laughs> and uh, central banks start imposing restrictions and uh, then it then it hurts the people. Then they start to feel it. They know when they go to the ATM and they can't get money out that something's wrong. Yes, the interest rates have gone from nine to twenty percent overnight in yeah. in Russia. And I, but there's there's a double edged sword here because David, if Putin, who's obviously deranged, he's lost sense of reality <laughs> because he said that the leadership of Ukraine are ultra nationalists. Uh, he wants to denazify the nation, and uh, he also said the leaders were drug addicts. Now, <laughs> I mean, okay, okay. So the mayor of Kiev is Klitschko, the old boxer, <laughs> uh, who is who was a very he was very good in the ring. And the president of uh, Ukraine, Zelensky, is an ex comedian. But it doesn't make them drug addicts. But he, I think no, he's no. I think he's completely unhinged. Yeah. If you're an unhinged That's person and you've got nothing to lose. Yeah. And you're probably one of the top six richest men in the world. What do you do? Do you, do you say, okay, hands up, I'm, I, I give in, or do you say, I've got nothing to lose, so I press the button? This is a very, very. Yeah. Uh, we're on a knife edge here. Yeah, no, I understand that. It's probably better that uh, Ukraine falls, you know, and he can come out with some kind of dignity yeah. or doesn't lose face because I think that you're 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 right. You know, if if it goes on like that, if he continues to lose ground, then you have no idea what he's capable of. Um, you're hoping that there's some kind of response or reaction within his own Duma. But you know, as my daughter-in-law says, and as we know, he's made them all rich men. Mm. They're all enormously wealthy, and simply he's he's passed on riches to them as well. So they know um, that. There's, um, you know, that that they will lose that, but I mean, they've lost it in any case. I think it's going to be very difficult for the oligarchs to fly their jets and their yachts. Yeah, that's all been banned in Europe. Of yeah, any yeah. sort of yeah, um, they won't go. Yeah. any sort of link to any mm. Russian person mm. or any uh, mm. jet or yacht that is registered to a Russian yeah. owner uh, it can't sail and it can't fly. But mm -hmm. I mean, Roman Abramovich, for example, he's quite clever. I mean, he's he's obviously a thief. And, and I, and I no, he, no, of course he is. I mean, he was a, he was a banker, and then he went in with his smooth, with his smooth, uh, with his smooth. Uh, he's a smooth-tongued snake, and he 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 stole. He didn't steal, but he acquired state assets when the the Soviet Union uh, fell. He gave Putin a thirty-three and a half million U.S. dollar yacht to say thank you very much for allowing me to buy yes, this. Yes. So it's, yes, it's, yes. It's, it's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a, a tangled web there, David. Mm. And you said... But a, they uh, all like that. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Sorry, I said it. No, you go on, you go on. You said they're all like that. No, I'm say, I say that, that the whole um, business community are like that because mm. those are the conditions. You want to keep your wealth, you keep me rich. You know, I take, I take a percentage of it as well. And therefore, they're all compliant or complicit. Mm. Uh, in where we are at the moment. It's very hard for them to speak up. One or two have tried to speak up and said, listen, we have to negotiate for peace because their wealth is just going to evaporate. I, Lindsay, I, I lived through sanctions here. Yes. I mean, in a way, you know, I lived through being a pariah state uh, where South Africa was like that. No, no comedians would come here, no entertainers, no sports teams. I mean that's minor. This is nothing. But you know what? I know what it's like to be 
an outcast. You know, wherever we went, people would criticize us, would attack us mm. uh, if we traveled and that, you know, knowing you came from this apartheid, regardless of what your political views were, you were, it, it was very difficult to get anything. We couldn't get computer parts. Uh, IBM was out the country. Yes, it had to come in through some kind of uh, sanction-busting route, which happened because South Africa was a you know, it was an insignificant country. Our oil came through Mark Rich or, or some other dodgy dealers. Our arms came through dodgy dealers. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Your oil you know, came you, through you dodgy dealers as well. The, the, the well, o- that's what oil. I'm saying. Yeah. You know, we, we got the oil. There were those kind of characters. But this is not Russia. I think Russia is going to be a lot more difficult. So have you changed your mind? South Africa, you know. Afri- Africa will sell its soul for a profit. Um, African leaders will sell it, their souls for profits. You know, that's that's been the history. You know, so um, whatever. You know, we might become a money laundering, or Africa might become a lo- money laundering nation. You know, that's who we are, kind of thing. <laughs> or that's who it is. So you uh, never know. There's always people. But I don't. Is, I don't I, think, I think South think Africa will. But, no, but David, um, no, last no. Tuesday. We had a, th- mm. um, a three-way discussion with um, with Nick Kunza, and I mm. asked you both, "What do you think is going to happen?" And you both said, "It'll blow over, as all geopolitical yeah. events yeah. do." Yeah. And you were quite right because uh, I think uh, late Wednesday and then Thursday and Friday, yeah. the markets rallied substantially. Mm. I mean, it was a stunning yeah. turnaround. Today, not the case. Have you changed your mind at all since I, that statement I, last Tuesday? I think, I think this is going to linger. Mm. That's that's the worry. Um, we don't know where it's going. You know, uh, there's been resistance. It's dragging. I think if it was over quickly, it would have blown over. There would have been some kind of settlement. But I think the fact that it's dragging and that the world is now outraged by the extent to which Russia has gone, that troops are coming in from Belarus, mm. that, you know, people are fleeing the borders and so on. And you've heard, I think Kerensky, you know, to to extent has capture the world's imagination and people believe that they've got to stand behind him. I think Russia could have got out of this with a lot more dignity, you know, coming to some kind of now, now they've just dug themselves into a hole. So this is going to be ugly. I don't think it's going to really affect the global economy to a large extent. And I put my head out, there will be issues, you know, there will be commodity problems with the commodity markets. But I think we've seen the world adjusted that. You know, you know what I mean? We've lived through those kind of squeezes before. And I'm going back to the 70s, you know, where where we had various oil crises or we've had issues. And a plan will be made. Even the oil will probably come out and so on. But um, I think Russia itself, uh, that, that's where the big changes are going to be. The world's not going to be the same. Um, it's going, you know, Russia is going back to where it was in the 80s and 70s and so on. You know, we're going to have novels. Uh, what's it, John Le Carre's novels again and so on about the, about the evil. You know, we don't, have to, we don't have to make up evil characters anymore. We're going to see them there in Russia. The difficulty you know, is, though, there's going to be no regime change because there's no viable opposition yeah. because as soon as someone uh, says something on social media or as soon as um, a couple of thousand people protest uh, in Red Square... Yeah. Uh, they're, they're arrested, yeah. and he, he's all yeah. he's all seeing yeah. and all um, uh, what's the word all, all knowing, and he's mm. com- he's a he's a classic yeah. dictator. 
So there's nothing you can do. He'll squash everything. I mean, think he, about the youngsters, Lindsay. Yeah. Lindsay, they, Lindsay, the young people want to be part of the world. And I know from when I was growing up in South Africa, I wanted to be part of the world. I wanted to be able to go to universities overseas or whatever it was. Not that we were excluded, but you didn't want to be the pariah. And I think young Russians want to be part of the internet. You know, they want to be part of what's happening. Go and travel to Europe. Go and travel to America. You know, go to university there. Be part of it. I think uh, in, in, a, in a global world where, where everything is visible, you don't want to live the life your parents did or your grandparents did under uh, a Soviet uh, dictatorship yeah. where you couldn't talk, you know, you couldn't say anything. And, and, and hopefully somewhere along the line, uh, the youngsters stand up. Um, I think that Ukraine has been revolted by Putin. I think it's going to be very hard for him to, to run the country or to, you know, um, not dominate, but I think uh, impose his, his will. I think there's going to be massive resistance. And uh, he, hasn't, he can't afford to have an army there. And what happened is nobody cheered. There, weren't, there wasn't any flag waving when they came in. You know, you didn't see no. him being welcomed, which I thought he, which he thinks he thought would happen. Yeah. So, he, you know, that's where we've changed our mind, you yeah. know, to answer your, to answer your question. You know, th those are the things that have, have changed dramatically. Okay. Just and this very, is ugly. Mm. Yeah, it is ugly. Mm. It's going to get uglier uh, before it gets um, prettier. Uh, David, just very quickly, the last minute, as we always talk about football, I think that Thomas Tuchel yes. it, it was silly yesterday with five minutes to go, knowing there was going to be penalties to change the goalkeeper because you bring on someone sugar. who hasn't been... It's an hour and a half game, yeah. another yeah. hour and a half... Uh, sorry, another half hour. So it's a two-hour game. Mendy, the Chelsea goalkeeper, was in good form and he was confident. You can yeah. see that. And then yeah. they brought on the yeah. other youngster because he... Why? Exactly. And he was the one that missed the penalty because he wasn't confident. Yeah. He wasn't into the game. And he, he didn't, didn't have, save a penalty either. He didn't have his <laughs> adrenaline flowing. That no. was so naive no. from Thomas Tuchel. But I who thought. did that as well in the... Which final yeah, was it? Somebody the, uh, did that as well. Was yeah. it the Champions League final? It they was, also brought on a penalty. Or it was the... Uh, Europe, I can't remember it now. It was the mm. Euros or mm. the World Cup or something, yeah. Mm. It, it, you, know, you can't bring somebody on having sat on the nah. bench for all that nah. time. And the other goalkeeper uh -uh. thinks, well, what, what, I've done a good job. <laughs> anyway, David, hey, I know... He took you, a brilliant I, penalty. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, was, I couldn't believe the number of misses. I, I absolutely astonished um, Nathan Mount. I mean... You know, it was a that's great where game. the difference between a Harry Kane and, 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 and I have utmost admiration for Kane, boy. Mm, I'm fantastic. not a big Spurs supporter, but wow, he knows how to finish. He always finds it. And that's, you have to have a striker like that in a team. Yeah. You, know, you just have to, anyway. Anyway, David, I know you've got to go. Thanks so much for your time. That's David okay. Shapiro from Sassan Securities, and that was Shapiro World. Lovely, David. Thank you. Oh, uh, Okay. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.